Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, John Clore. Good evening, everybody. This is John Clore. I'm the Enthusiast Communications Manager for Ford Performance, and this is the Mustang Owners Podcast. We're coming to you direct live from a secret little bar in downtown Dearborn, Michigan, and I am here with my best bud, the Mustang Club guru, Mike Ray of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan, and we're at a very special place. Mike, how did we get this invitation? Well, Holly Jaskowski is uh, retiring after a long uh, career at Ford Motor Company. She was heavily involved with Team Mustang over the years and uh, was uh, really close to Dave Parasek as well on uh, Team Mustang when they did the 15 launch. So um, great, great opportunity to be here for us. And uh, we're going to bring you some fun stuff tonight. Yeah, the, the thought here is, folks, while you were sitting in this noisy place and bringing you a podcast from where the Ford people come to hang out after work is because... We've got one eye on the door. And if there happens to be a Dave Parasak or a How Tai Tang that rolls in, uh, we think we're going to be able to catch them and talk to them for a few minutes about the Mustang owner experience and what it's meant to their career. But in the meantime, we got to tell you a little bit about Holly and why this is such an important thing for Mustang people. You know, the problem with Mustang Mike is that so many people work at the company and make wonderful decisions and on the biggest teams of the greatest cars and nobody ever knows about it. But when you're the admin, the, the right hand of some of the greatest Mustang engineers and, and marketing leaders in the company and nobody knows about you, it's kind of sad. In Holly's case, I think it's time we let the word out that she was a mover and shaker. Yeah, absolutely. She headed up the JDRF programs, uh, did the one of one cars that were always um, one at Woodward. So my favorite was one of the Boss 302s that they did, um, one-off color, um, different seating. Um, it was a Woodward Edition car, and she was behind all of that, making all those special vehicles happen. Now, when, when Mike says the JDRF cars, of course, that's for uh, someone who may have his name on the building, some guy named Etzel Ford II. And Etzel, well, that was his, uh, his charity. And Holly basically was the right-hand person. And Mike, Holly just told us when we came in tonight, uh, one of the phone calls we received was from some guy named Metzel Ford. What, what did he say to her? Yeah, he actually, I, I'm very, very fortunate to have had that same conversation with him. As he was talking to her, he said that the phone number I'm talking to you on now is my cell number, and I'll have it for the rest of my life, and call me directly if you ever need anything. And he basically told me the same thing. So it's a very, very tight family, and it just shows you how Etzel relates to the people in the company, outside the company, and any enthusiast or lover of Ford Motor Company. Well, that's absolutely true. And that's why we're here for Holly. To, you know, th th these people have been with these programs for so long, and people come in and out of these programs. But when you talk about people like Dave Parasak, you know, uh, think of all the chief Mustang engineers that uh, the Mustang Owners Museum has talked to, and, and we've talked to all these years. I mean, the guys like Art Hyde, who's been down there many times, and is he's got a legacy uh, and still connects with the enthusiast community. And Dave Parasak, when he took over, How Titan, when he took over, um, these guys have really left their mark. The enthusiasts know them, Mike. They're not secret people. When you're chief Mustang engineer, you seem to have a following. 
Absolutely. I, and I think Dave was the epitome of what a, a chief engineer can be engineer-wise, PR-wise. I mean, you name it, Dave was um, very knowledgeable on every single product he was behind uh, that he was in charge of and tested the waters to make everything better and really to the, the farthest extent. I mean, I, I hope he's here and can maybe even share the whole taillight story on the, the 2013s. I mean, what a, what a great idea what that was. And that took a lot of uh, oomph behind him to make something like that happen. But Dave wasn't scared to do it, made the products great. And look what he did with the 15 Mustang. 15 Mustang launch was the most successful domestic car launch in automotive history. Well, you know what's kind of surprised me is that when Dave got in and, and his work on the Boss 302 on the S197s, Let's face it, that car, for being a mainstream Mustang, it would have taken an SVT to do a car that good, but he did it in mainstream, and and Holly was right at his side. And that's what I'm talking about here when we're talking about Team Mustang. People don't really know what that is. It's actually kind of an unofficial team within the company. It's people on all aspects from, from the budget office to accounting to uh, the program team to manufacturing, engineering, marketing. They're all together and they're, they're, they're trying to bring a product to market when he, that Boston two came out even carol shelby i remember us going to flat rock and having carol jive and he said you know this is a mainstream mustang oh my god and that kind of was like dave's calling car and i think why he deserved having s550 to launch mike and why I, you know and i think his reward much like john coletti when he got an sn95 under under budget and on time and and embraced by the marketplace what was his reward SVT. So what was Parasax reward for S550? Ford Performance. Yeah, and you know, to get back to that 302 story that Holly was involved with for Woodward Edition, that was um, raffled off, and uh, lucky winner won it, Mr. Sheldon, and I was there when he got it and um, offered him a free year membership into our Mustang Club. As we were there, he was local, and uh, he was very excited about it, and it's been on display at our show multiple times as a special display car, as it's one of one. He treasures that, so he'll never sell it to the day he dies. Those are the cool things that actually how clubs actually come into the JDRF scene, the Ford scene, to interact with everybody and make it one big, full Mustang family circle. You know, Mike, you're so right. And um, we talk about, I, I know today we want to talk about Mustang Club and, and their events, uh, but this is kind of an event within the Mustang world, really. And you think about all the things that clubs do for the charities, and not just Etzel Ford's charity, JDRF, but charities from all across the country. A lot of them are 503s, and they, 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 everything they do is to help out. But you know what? I think part of that is due because, like you said, this is a family kind of thing. Not only is Ford a family company, but Mustang clubs are like families, and guys like Etzel, and don't forget who um, Mr. Paris had said he worked for, but we knew it was the other way around, Henry Ford III, that's Etzel's boy. And Henry Ford III was the marketing manager at Ford Performance. Can you imagine the two of them in that spot, how lucky I was to be just chairs away from Henry and to see how the apple didn't fall far from the tree when it came to Etzel? We sure miss Henry right now. You know, my great story with Henry is, and I'll never forget this, and um, I, I treasure it, is um, when I was at Roush Performance working for four years as a marketing manager there, um, we really wanted to uh, bridge the gap with Ford Motor Company and be super close with them. And, you know, we... Uh, you know, work together, um, brainstorming on what parts to create um, to make cars better, faster, you know, all that, all above. And um, we reached out to Henry and said, we really need to tie this partnership together. 
Um, what do you think about doing partners in performance with Roush Performance and Ford Performance? And um, I sent that note over to him, and within two to three minutes, Henry responded and said, I'm good to go. Let's make that happen. So Henry's a great guy. He gets it. He gets the value of everything that's going on. And what an honor to work with Henry. I, I got to tell you, folks, you know, um, 25 years almost now, Mike, at Ford Motor Company for me, um, SVT was the, a dream job. John Coletti, um, an amazing guy. Uh, but when I when I met Henry and realized that the, not only was he a visionary, a good leader, but he really did get it. Just like his dad, he he got he understood the value of enthusiasts because so many companies uh, believe heritage is something that's in their rearview mirror and they don't bother to leverage it. Ford celebrates the storied heritage of their guy, especially with an iconic product like Mustang. And so we're blessed to have Henry even in our lives for that very shiny moment. Until now, he's moved on, actually out of the company, working from the foundation, the philanthropic side. We wish him the best. But you know what? Between me and that lamppost, Mike, someday, I don't. I think if, if there ever had to be another Ford to run Ford Motor Company, who would you vote for? Right. You know, let me, let me tell you this, Phil, um, to get back to Atzel really quickly. Um, you know, the, the car clubs and uh, enthusiasts and all that, I don't think any OEM appreciates them more than Ford Motor Company. Etzel and Henry are great examples of that. Etzel, um, he's been at many of our events, spoke at our meetings. Um, you know, those things don't happen anywhere. Um, do, do you see that happening at GM and Chrysler? Do they just go to the local car clubs and talk? Uh, it just doesn't happen. So the Fords actually get it, and it's so appreciative to, to do that. Uh, I know Etzel, I know Henry, and they've all been on a Team Shelby events out in Vegas or wherever that may be. Yeah, and they say hello, and they remember your names, and it's such a, a great – yeah, it, it, that's why we love Ford Motor Company is because it's not a corporation to them. It's a family business that they want to be in touch with everybody, especially the enthusiasts who buy their products all year long. You know, Mike, that's so right. You know, I, and I, I think about working – when I said, hey, I, I'm working for Henry Ford III. I mean, I'm working for a Ford. If I worked at General Motors, would I work for a General? Exactly. That's exactly what I agree with. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, well, we're still looking at the door here. We're hoping that we can see Mr. Parasek pull up. The problem with being, I, I don't know if a lot of people know, but Dave, after he had left Ford Performance, um, and we hated to see him go because performance was his mantra. But, you know, he had to move on, and uh, he went on to Icons. Now, that was a newly created position, the, the global director of Ford Icons. And when you asked Dave what it was, he said, it's all the good stuff. Raptor, Mustang, Ford uh, GT. So until we get Dave here, we want to bring in Holly Jesworski, who's now retiring. And, and I, want, I want you to know and meet her because we've known her for years, and she's been uh, such an integral part of what Mustang's been. So we're going to steal her away from her own party, her own retirement party. All the people are looking over and saying, where'd Holly go? So, Holly, welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And we'd like to say, first of all, thank you for your service. You're not in the military, but you're, but you're in the Mustang military. So could you tell us a little bit about your, some of your highlights of your career and then how that being with owners and clubs and the people that buy the Mustangs has made a difference in your job? Hi, everyone. So first of all, I want to thank you all for all your support over the years. We have done Ford Motor Company for a lot of charity work for MS and juvenile diabetes. And we have raised a lot of money with Mustangs. A lot of GT500 we did, special 
biggest car we did was 2015. We raised $850,000 on $10 tickets for juvenile diabetes for a one-of-a-kind convertible 2015 anniversary Mustang. So you guys, without you guys, we would have never done a lot of the work that we have done with the charities. So from my heart to yours, thank you so much. And I'm always going to be a Mustang girl no matter what, even though I'm retiring. Thanks, Todd. Now, Holly, I know that you've worked with the, the likes of Hao Tai Tang, who's now on VP level, and uh, Raj Nair and Dave per Parasek. But if you don't mind me saying, some of these guys are characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely one of a kind, but each one with their own unique um, style. What's always worked for me is that you learn their style and they're always there to support you no matter whatever crazy idea you come up with, which I've had quite a few crazy ideas, you know. You think there's more pressure on you because you worked on Team Mustang instead of, say, I don't know, Team Fiesta? Oh, absolutely, because Mustangs are like the heart of the company. So Mr. Puckett, right? Mustang Sally, right? So the other thing, too, I've always worked with is the Mustang Alley down at the Dream Cruise. I've done that for 17 years. We've always had Mustangs down there for, you know, all different kinds. We've always done our charity work down there, too. So it's been an awesome ride, and I'm going to miss that. Seriously, we'll miss all the charity work. And the well, I'm just going to speak for all Mustang owners out there listening tonight. Um, we're going to miss you. There are certain people that will fill positions, but you actually can't be replaced. So thank you so much. for. I'm sorry to tear you away from your party. But thank you so much for everything you've done for Mustang. And I know all you owners out there are going to be missing her, even though you don't you don't really know her like we do. So, Holly, we hope to see you in Mustang Alley sometime in the future. You can come back and visit us, won't you? Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Holly was just a complete special gem when it came to Team Mustang, helping all the chief engineers achieve their goals to make these cars, the special cars that came to market the way they were envisioned. And I've got to tell you, folks, folks like Holly, they, they don't grow on trees. We're so glad we had a few minutes with her. There's a couple of things that we'd like to, uh, we, we wished we could you know, get to the inside info on, on her. But i got to tell you this, we'll bring together, maybe on a, an upcoming podcast, make a few phone calls and get you the inside story of what those big people in the Mustang world, the main people, what they thought of Holly, so you understand why we're here tonight. I hope that uh, we'll bring it into focus for you. In the meantime, yeah, the retirement party, it, it all happens that these little bars in downtown Dearborn, you don't get invited because unless they know you. So if it doesn't show up in your email, you never heard of it. And all of a sudden, a month later, you'll say, what? Holly Jaskorski retired? Why wasn't I invited? So Mike Ray and myself are really feel honored that we got the, um, the invite. And even though we don't see Mr. Porosak, we don't see Mr. Altai Tang, we know they had a meeting late tonight with Jim Farley. You know, it's it's a constant battle. And as I told you, Dave Porosak had moved on from being Global Icons Director to now being the company's director of the global platforms. This is the chance for Ford to make a, a platform that can serve many different facets in the company. And whether that's EV or gas-powered or all-wheel drive or wheel-wheel drive or front-wheel drive, to, to create a, a versatile platform is probably the biggest task that Dave Parasak has, will ever face in his career, or really any engineer. So even though, yeah, the Mustang, the Boss 302, the S197s, the latter years in launching the, um, the S550 was, of course, a great accomplishment. But what he's doing right now, 
probably means way more to the company in the long run. So the other thing I needed to tell you tonight was that, you know, despite all these things that are going on here at Ford, Mustang is front and center for a lot of the people here. There's a lot of new people here on Team Mustang. We were working with this team for probably 15 years. And one by one, as they moved, we weren't able to, you know, to, to chase them all down. But we will. We will bring these cars that you've purchased to life through the people that worked on them. And that's our goal with the Mustang Owners Podcast. So I hope you enjoy that time of holiday. The other thing we wanted to tell you is this. The Mustang Owners Podcast is going to be about you, the owners, and especially your club life. That's first and foremost. And why is our program so important like that? Because what does it deal with? Your club life. You know, Mike, you were lucky enough to know Holly when she was the big player. I don't know. There'll be someone else taking the role. How do you replace a person like that? Some of these people, you know, they're just, they're one-offs, if you will, like the cars, right? Um, certain people just get it. Their passion is behind it. And you can't really replace that. So you just need to hope that someone else that's in the, in the role actually sees what the value is, sees what the passion behind it from others, and it grows on them. And then the passion actually will start to show on them. We don't want people who are going to be a nine-to-five jobbers on any part of Team Mustang. They have to love the car. They have to love the company. They have to love what they do and want to come to work every day. Holly was definitely one of them. Myself and you are one of them. Uh, Dave Parasek and everybody else we've mentioned are always one of them. They're, we're not nine-to-fivers. We are 24-7 lovers who uh, actually make the car better, the company better, and make everything better for the enthusiasts to enjoy. That's important for you guys to understand. You know, a lot of people will work at a company as big as Ford, what, 20 years, 25 years, 30, 35, their little party is all their peers, right? I mean, that's it. But you know what, Mike? Who called her today? She got a call from Jim Farley. She got a call from Etzel Ford II. She got a call from Hao Tai Tang. She got a call from Raj Nair, who's no longer with Ford. He, he, he heard about it. I mean, she got a call from Dave Parasek. And even though we sure wanted to talk to Dave tonight, do you think it's possible for our Mustang owners that and an upcoming podcast, we can have Dave call in and talk a little bit because he is running so late and we don't want to miss his view on what it's like to be inside Team Mustang. Do you think that that's possible? Could you make that happen, Mike? Yeah, we'll definitely get Dave on as a podcast in one of the upcoming, very upcoming episodes. Um, we'll see how quick we can get him on, but I, I guarantee you he'll do that. And there's nobody better. I mean, in the Mustang community, like I said, current chief engineers, I mean, from, you know, that 15 Mustang launch, what a thing. And his Lamar story and everything else running for performance. Dave is definitely a guest we need. And uh, I will make sure that we hammer him down very soon. Bless your soul, Mike. I, I'm going to say one thing. If you don't know, if you're one of those people, and I don't know who you are and why you wouldn't know, if you don't know who we're talking about when we say Dave Parasek, then you need to go out and watch a movie. What's the name of that movie again, Mike? It's, it's a faster horse. I, I hate to say this. I'm not ringing my own bell here, Mike, but, you know, a faster horse movie. That was a Hollywood movie. That's actually the movie version of my book, Mustang 2015. But a lot of people call the faster horse the Dave Parasak story. Absolutely, Dave is definitely the, the the rising star in that movie for sure. And and John, we can't talk about a faster horse without you saying the famous quote from Mr. Halderman alone. Okay, we're going to close our podcast because we don't see Dave coming, and we don't want to hold you guys up. But we can tell you this: the faster horse is is the movie of the making the S550. It does take you. Inside Team Mustang, it brings you all the people that you may never even know touch the car. Guys like Tom Barnes, Nick Turs, all those personalities. And yes, Mike, we went to the screening before the Hollywood movie was out. And if you people haven't seen it, 
go right now on Amazon and buy it and show it and watch it and love it because it's really the inside story. And when we walked away from that first screening, there walked down Henry III and Etzel and Dave Parasak and his wife and all the all the players, right? And guess who we're sitting next to? Well, Gail Halderman, the man, the myth, the legend who actually drew the first Mustang. And Gail and I and Mike have been, we were great friends in Dolphinzilla's passing for almost a decade. And all I could say after watching that movie, which Gail was in, and which I was in, and Mike, you were in, uh, all I could say was, Gail, that Faster Horse movie, what did you think of that? And what was his famous line? He said, too much chlor, not enough Halderman. True story, and that is my favorite quote of all time. And uh, it just describes Gail and his sense of humor, and just absolutely true, too, right? <laughs> and in case you people do watch the movie and don't know who the heck I am, when the clock goes off in the middle of an interview in my office, my Mustang clock went off. The engine started revving on the clock. By the way, I wonder where I got that clock, Mike. Yeah. So, yeah, so watch that movie, The Faster Horse. We'll uh, we'll hang around a little bit longer for Mr. Paris. If we don't see him, we're going to have to call in in a future Mustang Owners podcast. So here we are, live from downtown Dearborn. I want to thank my guest, as always, the, uh, the unmatchable Mike Gray. Mustang Club Guru of the Mustang Owners Club of Southeastern Michigan. Uh, congratulations to Holly Jasper. She's just, she's just one of a kind. And again, this is John Clore sounding off. And we hope that uh, we catch you next time on the Mustang Owners Podcast in our little Ford Performance Corner. Have a great night.